Introducing NASM One, NASM's ultimate membership program, where the NASM community helps each other build incredible careers, transforming the lives of the clients we inspire and supporting each other as we grow and succeed. NASM One is best-in-class tools, cutting-edge certifications, confidence in your craft, and everything you do as a personal trainer made easy. You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today I'm reaching into the mailbag because of Laura C., had a question for me, and I thought it was pretty good. I want to pass it along to you. It says, hi, Rick. Thank you again for your awesome podcast. She didn't say that. I just, no, I'm just kidding. She did say that. Uh, and then it goes on to say, would you be willing to do a podcast talking about accessory exercises in quotes that, uh, like, can you talk about what they are exactly and how and when we can incorporate them into our programs? Thank you so much, Laura. C, Laura C, thank you so much for asking the question. So let's get into it. Let's talk about accessory exercises. And I think first let's talk about accessories in terms of clothing because fashion is where we think about the words accessories. Unless you lift a lot, then of course you think about accessories and lifting. But lifting has a lot of different words for accessories, but accessories in fashion might be scarves or jewelry or watches or bags or belts or shoes and hats and glasses and sunglasses and hair bands and gym bags and headphones and yackets. So what are these fashion accessories to the, the well, they're accessories to the outfit. They're accessories to the outfit. They are Part of it, accessories are defined as being subordinate to the main player, but helpful in producing an effect. So the accessories, that look you're going for, the outfit is the main substance of what you step out with, but the accessories light it up. They are the ones that continue with the effect. We can go on and bounce away from fashion for a moment. Let's talk about accessory to a crime. The accessory to a crime is not the one that robbed the bank, but they did help him by driving the getaway car, or they did help by hiding evidence. Accessories from Latin, accessor, which is agent, meaning to approach. It is not the main event, but it approaches the main event. It is subordinate to what it is. Okay, fashion police and regular crime police. What does this have to do with exercises? Well, it just kind of laying the groundwork for accessories, but if accessories in fashion are used to dress up an outfit, to complete an outfit, they are the add-ons to supplement something that you're wearing then to tune it up, then an exercise, the outfit, if we're going to go along with uh, an analogy here, the outfit is the major lift. They are the primary lift. Sometimes they are called the core lift or the standard lifts that you do. They are almost always compound in movement. 
and they are generally much better for building muscle, building strength, and better at body composition than are the accessory lifts. So the accessory lifts are the supporting cast of those main lifts, which we'll talk about in a moment, but they are, I like unilateral variations as an accessory, which doesn't mean that that's what accessory lifts are, but unilateral variations are accessory lifts, but not always limited to that because single joint exercises are accessory lifts, but they are not limited to isolated exercises or single joint exercises. So in strength training, well, let's talk about the primary exercises. We got primary exercises in strength training, and these vary from people to people, right? So in general, squats and deadlifts, bench press, pull-ups, shoulder press, rows could all be primary exercise in a strength training lift. These are primary things, but it, not for everybody. Some people are like, hey, I don't do rows as a primary lift. All right, cool. Bump it out of there. But let's talk about this even. That's in strength training, but what if you do Olympic lifting? If you do Olympic lifting, then there's the power clean and the clean and jerk and the power snatch and the push jerk and everything that we listed in strength training the squats and the deadlifts, the pull-ups and the shoulder presses, those are accessory lifts to somebody that's doing the Olympic lifting. They're not main lifts for Olympic lifters. The main lifts are going to be the clean and the snatch and the jerk. So the shoulder press is an accessory when that might be a main lift for you. A pull-up is an accessory for the Olympic lifter. Well, that's a main lift for you, maybe. So really, this, this means that all of these lifts may actually be, you just got to identify what your secondary lifts are, what your auxiliary lifts are, what your accessory lifts are. So we see them as secondary, uh, auxiliary, accessory. Those are all considered to be the same thing. And I don't usually consider variations for main lifts to be accessories, but that can be argued. For example, if there is, if you're talking about deadlifts, then I don't think sumo deadlifts are accessories. I think they're all deadlifts. So a sumo deadlift, uh, a regular deadlift, an RDL are all deadlifts. However, if your goal is one particular type of deadlift, then all the other deadlifts might be your accessories. But I do consider a single leg deadlift, a single leg RDL, to be accessory. Now, there are a lot of other accessories, but I'm still talking about variations. There are variations of major lifts. Another example, bench press. A flat bench, I don't consider incline or decline to be accessories. I consider them to be variations of that same standard lift. So a flat bench, an incline, and a decline are variations of a bench press. Now, again, it can be argued, but that's just me. I don't put that in there. However, a cable chest press, a push-up, a single-arm dumbbell chest press, that, those are all accessories. Peck flies, tricep extensions, accessory exercises to help support. Um, 
good scapular and shoulder rotator cuff stabilization, all accessory exercises. Accessory lifts can be two things, I guess. They can be uh, a warm-up and they can be a finisher. And I don't mean finisher the way that we generally talk about finishers where we uh, exhaust ourselves cardiorespiratorily. It's really more like identifying some weaknesses, addressing the weaknesses to the main lift, to the primary lifts that you're doing. So if there are some things that you want to work on, then you could do warm-ups. So warm-up accessory exercises could be warm-ups. Um, if we go back to squats, right? So let's go back to squats and we might do mini loop glute bridges. We might do mini loop hip exercises. Uh, I do them a lot. The side step touch, side step touch back and forth for uh, my abductors. Core stability exercises are going to be warm-ups. Those can be accessories to the major lifts that you're going to be doing. That is a warm-up. The accessories are the warm-ups to the major lifts. But then we also have finishers, finishing accessories after squats. And a finishing accessory, let's say I want to pick on my quads a little bit, then I might do Spanish squats where I've got a, a loop around the back of my knee attached to something stable. And then I sit back so my, my tibs stay um, uh, uh, completely straight up and down. They don't shift or, or translate forward like they do in a squat where it becomes a very quad dominant. Uh, same thing as uh, Spanish squats, sissy squats, kneeling squats where, so a sissy squat, usually a sissy squat machine, something blocking the back of your leg and you're just dropping down. It's basically a knee extension exercise without doing knee extensions, even though knee extensions or leg extensions are a good accessory to what we're talking about. Kneeling squats where uh, a lot of times I'll put just like an Eric's pad on the ground, I'll hold on to something, and then I just lower my knees to the floor without bending my hips. So I just kneel from my knees without my hips moving, and then I come back up. It's a, it's a knee extension. That can be a finishing accessory to do what? To really focus on, on, on my quads. And that quad is a weak area in my squat, then I'm going to do more accessory lifts for my quads so that my quads get extra attention and they get stronger. What about bridges? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, not for your quads, but an accessory lift for your squat. You wanna do some weighted bridges? Yes, it's a great exercise. How is that an accessory? Because I wanna build my posterior. I wanna work on my glutes and my hams and maybe not as much. My Maybe I wanna do all of them and I do them individually and I do, my my uh, Spanish squats or kneeling squats for my quads. I do some hamstring curls and I do some glute bridges. All accessory lifts usually done at the end of your main lift because you want to have all your main your strength to do your main lift. And then with what's left in the tank, you can exasperate it. You can exhaust it. You can finish it with some accessory lifts. All right, well, what about deadlifts then? Uh, deadlifts are a little more posterior chain focused. So I oftentimes think that my medial hamstrings and medial hamstrings in most people are not as focused, not as woken up as the lateral hamstring muscles. So the semi-sisters do a little wake up for them, might do some medial 
hamstring activations. What might that look like? It might look like a stability ball hamstring curl with my heels apart, my toes touching, my knees touching, so that my medial hamstrings get more activity. Why? Because most of the time the toes turn out and the knees turn out and the lateral hamstrings get all the action. So if I can do a few exercises to wake up my hamstrings, my medial hamstrings, not exhaust them to wake them up with an accessory exercise, a medial hamstring curl, then I can do that. I can do a medial hamstring bridge, put my feet up on a bench and bridge up with my knees adducted, my toes pointed together with my heels apart, and that's going to wake up those medial hamstrings. I can also do single leg exercise, and you see this in the OPT model, where I've got single leg exercises that I do prior to doing the main lifting. Well, that's an accessory exercise. So like a single leg RDL while balancing on one leg is a great accessory pre-lift exercise. Kickstand RDLs. I love kickstand RDLs. One of my favorite types of RDLs. One foot in the front, one foot kind of the, on the tiptoe in the back to help me keep my balance. It's like a single leg RDL, but I got my back leg down instead of lifted off the ground so that I'm not as focused on balance, but it is still challenging and it's still on one leg. That's great. Well, what about finishers? By the way, any of the finishers and the warm-ups can be done interchangeably. It's just how you do them. The warm-up is not to exhaustion. It is in preparation. The finishers generally are to exhaust at the end. So you might do things like the Roman chair back or hip extension stand, reverse hypers, isolated hamstring curls, hip flexed versions of hamstring curl. And here's another interesting thing where your accessory lifts can be done in different ways. So if you're doing accessory muscles and they cross two joints like the hamstrings do, then you can focus on, on the knee flexion portion that the hamstring works on, like hamstring curls for movement at the knee. And then you can do focus on the reverse hypers or the hip extension on the Roman chair to focus on the movement from the hip. It's the two joint actions the hamstrings do, knee flexion, hip extension. Well, let's focus more on knee flexion. Let's focus more on knee extension. But you could also do hamstring curls, like the, the hamstring curl machines, where you do it seated with the hips flexed. And then you go prone and you're in hip extension and do knee flexion. So there are wonderful variations. I think they should all be considered. You shouldn't just say, this is the accessory exercise I like. Are you doing accessory exercises where it's knee focused? Are you doing for hamstrings, still using the same example? Are you doing accessory exercises that are hip extension focused? And then can you change the position? So for instance, uh, like a, uh, a Nordic curl, can be very, very challenging. And some people can do that with their hips completely straight, not me. Uh, and some people have to really flex at the hips. <laughs> and that's a variation. And then also hip extension variations. 
there are a lot of popular accessory exercises out there, rotator cuff exercises, rear delt flies, scaptions, wall angels, posterior tib activations, bridges, anything that you see in the activation world is, is part of that. Um, YTAs, almost all your core work is going to be an accessory exercise for your major lifts. In fact, in the OPT model, core, balance, and then reactive are all accessory exercises done first before you get into your main lifts, which are your primary lifts. Those are all kind of pre-workout, warm-up, accessory exercises before you get to the actual lifting part as listed in the OPT model in the components of the workout. And then towards the end, when you've completed your main lifts, you can add in more accessory or secondary or auxiliary exercises and the core work, the loaded carries, things like that. All right, y'all. Um, thanks for listening. You want to reach out to me like Laura C. did, you can contact me. Hit me up on Instagram or threads at dr.rickritchie. And uh, let me know what questions you have. Also, take a moment, like, subscribe, share with your fitness friends and family and leave a review. And uh, all of that stuff helps us with the podcast and it helps me as a podcaster know what it is that you're looking for and how I can get better. If you got a bad review, message me. If you got a good review, message me, but also leave it on the five-star review uh, on the platform. So thanks for listening and y'all keep inspiring people to fitness. All right. This has been the NASM CPT podcast.